0: Hello, I'm Neil Whelan and welcome to the Wesleyan podcast. This time out, Laura Weaver is talking to Aaron Prested, one of Wesleyan's specialist financial advisors looking after our dental customers. They'll be chatting about spring cleaning your finances, in particular, your allowances and contributions ahead of the new tax year starting in April. As always, this podcast is just for information purposes and shouldn't be taken as financial advice. If you do need more detailed information about what they talk about, I'll be back at the end to let you know how you can get in touch with us. But for now, let's hear from Aaron. And first up, Laura.
1: So how should dentists utilize their personal savings allowances to get the most benefit?
0: Yeah, one of the
2: considerations that I'd certainly be looking at, Laura, is ISAs, their individual ISA allowances. So they're currently, uh, those allowances are currently £20,000 per person. And that can be a mixture of cash ISAs, uh, stocks and shares ISAs, Innovative finance ISAs, um, if an individual is aged between 18 and 40, they could also invest into a, into a lifetime ISA. They're able to save up to 4,000 pounds in those, uh, up to age 50, and they'll qualify for a 25% bonus on that contribution. So in, in reality, Laura, if someone put 4,000 into pounds into a lifetime ISA, that 25% bonus is worth 1,000 pounds. Oh, okay. So quite
1: a quite a big bonus then.
2: Yeah, and it could be used towards um, either retirement or it could be used towards the purchase of a of a house.
1: Okay, so really good uses for that then in terms of like their financial future.
2: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay, so in terms of uh, what's happening in the landscape, uh, what makes now especially important to be thinking about these kind of allowances?
2: I think in the background we're kind of in a period of, of, of high inflation you know we've got rising uh, energy prices we're seeing uh, interest rates interest rates start to rise which will kind of will impact on on uh, borrowers so those with mortgages you've got rising food prices and that does cause issues with those who hold money in cash Um, often if your, your your funds are held in cash at present even though i've mentioned kind of rates are starting to rise they're still at kind of historic lows laura yeah. So you're in a position whereby, you know, you're getting very little by way of interest. It could be half a percent on an instant access savings account. But if inflation runs at five percent, what that means in real terms is the value of your capital has been eroded by four and a half percent in terms of what it can actually do for you in terms of what you could spend it on. So that's kind of where where kind of cash holdings uh, a really kind of advantage when it comes to periods of high inflation so taking advantage of allowances makes sense at this point in time
1: yeah so inflation seems to be causing quite a big problem it's a bit of a sort of stealth um issue isn't it for people that like to save in savings accounts and have easy access to their money
2: absolutely sometimes that can be a comfort thing and sometimes there's a rationale behind keeping money in cash so for those who are uh, they've got a short-term objective perhaps laura so they might be going on yeah. holiday It doesn't make sense to to put that money into, let's say, stocks and shares, for example, because, you know, if they're looking to to travel in six months time, there's a real risk that if the market drops, you haven't got the capital to pay for that holiday. But over medium to kind of longer term timeframes, having money invested tends to give you a better opportunity for capital growth. Okay. um, And hopefully kind of counter the impact of things like inflation
1: okay okay well that's interesting so in terms of you know pension contributions how can that kind of support a dentist in terms of their financial planning
2: yeah in terms of pensions dentists probably tends to be kind of the uh, the kind of the most done topic as such already it's probably the one i get the most questions about yeah Um, looking at kind of the current tax year, my view would be look start to analyze how much you've paid into a pension and that that's quite straightforward for defined contribution pension schemes. So a defined contribution pension might be like a personal pension law. So you'll make contributions to that scheme. You'll get government tax relief. Um, it's quite straightforward to work out how much you've paid in because it's you know if you paid ten thousand pounds into the into the pension uh, with the government tax relief that would be twelve and a half thousand pounds. That would be then set against the annual allowance, which currently sits at. Uh, Forty thousand pounds or a hundred percent of uk relevant earnings whichever figure is lower okay so if I give you the example of a dentist let's say who has uh, earnings of sixty thousand pounds if they've paid twelve and a half thousand pounds into a pension you know we can see that their allowance their their, their full allowance will be forty thousand they've paid in twelve and a half thousand they've got quite a bit of legal room with kind of further yeah. further pension contributions where it gets complicated is for defined benefit schemes and a defined benefit scheme the best example is the NHS pension scheme that is a defined benefit scheme and how much you make is how much you pay in as contributions to that scheme that isn't the figure that you would set against your annual allowance so let's say you've made pension contributions of uh, £8,000 over the course of the tax year yeah that Eight thousand pounds isn't the figure which is set against the forty thousand annual allowance. The figure that is set against the forty thousand annual allowance is far more complicated, and it involves um, an actuarial calculation which goes on in the background, and it goes—it it is in effect a calculation that that determines how much growth has taken place within your pension. Oh, okay. Um, so it's 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 complex, which is why I would actually probably engage with someone sooner rather than later, just to see, you know, where we think you might be in the current tax year when it comes to your, your annual allowance.
1: OK, so there's possibly quite a big risk for dentists then in terms of potentially uh, breaching that kind of limit.
2: Yeah, and it's, there's there's lots of moving parts because dentists could be part of um, perhaps more than one scheme. So they might be part of the, the 1995 pension scheme and the 2015 pension scheme, which is quite a common one. They might have personal pensions that are are going on in the background. They might do, you could have a dentist, for example, who is fully private. Yeah. um, And that dentist isn't making any contributions to the NHS pension scheme, but they have got a deferred scheme in the background, which is still, that's still accruing. That is still, um, it's still using up some of their annual allowance over the course of a tax year.
1: So they need to find
2: for personal pensions in the, you know, and how much room they might have to make further contributions.
1: If we kind of move on to the next one then, so what happens if you don't use your capital gains tax exemption? Is there a risk that dentists might lose that?
2: Yeah, so, so the capital gains tax um, tax free allowance is £12,300 and that much like the ISA allowance kind of runs from tax year to tax share. Um, and just to explain kind of how uh, capital gains tax works, it's, it's a tax which is due on the profit um, which is realised from the sale of a, a chargeable asset. So you know, if you bought shares, Laura, for example, at £50,000, and then you sold them at £100,000, you've made a gain of £50,000. Okay. So, so there would be tax due on that £50,000, and the tax that's due depends upon your tax status. What I mean by that is whether you're a, a basic rate taxpayer or, or a higher rate taxpayer, and it's something that's worth covering off with your accountant. Um, but conversely, you know, if you've made a loss... Laura, so perhaps if you've made a loss on an asset, that can be used to offset gains that you've made in other areas. But in terms of kind of claiming for any loss, it must be included on your self-assessment tax return.
1: Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So is there anything that uh, dentists need to think about in regards to sort of inheritance tax or annual gift allowances before the new financial year?
2: Yeah, so inheritance tax, um, there, there are kind of exemptions there or, or, or allowances there which can help perhaps kind of mitigate some of the, uh, the inheritance tax issues. You, you are able to make a total of £3,000 of, of gifts per year. That can be gifted in it. You can carry forward kind of unused um, gifts for previous tax years as well. So if you never made a gift in tax year, looking at what, tax year 2021, you could carry forward that £3,000 gift and make a £6,000 gift in the current tax year. Often when it comes to inheritance tax, I mean, a married couple with their own uh, main residence, their actual inheritance tax um, nil rate band might be as high as a million pounds. So once you're over that limit, that million pound limit, um, making gifts of kind of £3,000 here and £3,000 there doesn't really make much of a dent in the overall uh value of an estate you know if i had a yeah you know, i've come across situations where a client might have an estate worth let's say for example four million pounds yeah now in that example, and I can kind of get really technical on this because the the actual um allowance for that individual the 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 inheritance tax nail band would be reduced right the way down to six hundred and fifty thousand pounds
1: oh okay yeah so
2: there there would be a lot of potential uh Tax at stake, I mean, the, the tax is, is, is levied at 40% on assets above that 650,000. Yeah. And the issue you tend to see actually, kind of more often than not, is if an estate was worth £4 million, all it takes is for the assets to be accruing at a rate of, let's say, 10%. You know, if, if, if you've got the stock markets going up, if you've got property prices rising, a 10% growth on a £4 million estate is £400,000 in that year. Yeah. And we're looking at gifts of three thousand pounds so that you know these allowances whilst they help they don't kind of solve the full issue but but you know you, you are able to kind of make unlimited gifts of up to 250 pounds per person to as many people as you want so if you've got a big extended family you could make gifts of 250 pounds per person yeah. if you find that you have got disposable income laura that's another option so if you know if, if you have an nhs pension let's say a private pension as well, and, that might deliver £4,000 a month of, of income. If your expenditure yeah. is £2,000, Laura, you know, you've got £2,000 a month of disposable income there. And that £2,000 a month of disposable income could be gifted and it's immediately outside of the estate as far as inheritance tax um, goes. So that's a, that's a route if you've got kind of spare income of kind of moving it outside okay. of the estate.
1: That's interesting then, approaching it monthly rather than just kind of like a year in review. Um yeah, no, that's, a, that's a really good idea. So in terms of anything else, then you feel like we might not covered that dentists really need to consider at this point of the year to make the most out of their hard earned money?
2: Yeah, so so, so so in terms of pensions, um, I've come across kind of situations where the, the, the dentist may be working, well the, well, the dentist is working, but their partner might not be working. So their partner is still able to make contributions to a pension up to three thousand six hundred pounds per year. Yeah, I think I think the net cost to the um, to, to 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 that person would be two thousand eight hundred and eighty pounds because you would get government tax relief to kind of bring it okay. up to three thousand six hundred. Um, and pensions, Laura, they're incredibly tax efficient due to the nature of that tax relief because a, a one hundred pound contribution um, would get a twenty twenty pound uh, will get twenty pound of tax relief. So in reality, what happens is you pay £100 in, but £120 is invested in that example. And if you're a higher rate taxpayer lawyer, you get a further £20 uh, reduction in your tax bill. If you're doing a self-assessment, so so actually it's kind of an £80 net cost for £120 of, of benefit. So the first thing I tend to look at with clients is well, what have you what have you used up in terms of your your, your personal annual allowance for the current tax year? Uh, to see whether there's some wriggle room there to make uh, pension contributions being mindful of things like annual allowance and pension lifetime allowance as well.
1: Okay that's a really interesting way to look at it so there's kind of quite big there's a lot of potential there for growth on their on their income.
2: Absolutely yeah you'll get there's kind of very few areas where you'll get money for nothing but the, the, the the tax relief on pensions and probably uh, the bonus on lifetime ices are two examples that I can kind of think of straight away where you'll get um, you, you, you'll get something back with with, with regards to uh, your contributions.
1: Okay, so it's definitely something that dentists need to kind of get onto then, just to try and make the most of uh, of this financial year.
0: Absolutely, and that's our show for this week. Thank you to Aaron and Laura. If you're a dentist or indeed anyone who feels they could do with some financial advice, you can find out more about what we do and get in contact with us by going to wesleyan.co.uk and also follow us on twitter at wesleyan and search for us on facebook linkedin and instagram and if you haven't already subscribe to this podcast and give us a like wherever you've downloaded it but that's it for now so until next time thanks for listening